This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. We just don't have enough people, the skilled workers, and that's why Department of Labor is doing everything it can, working with groups such as WQA, is to increase the skills of the future of the current employees and also the future employees. That's Dean Heil, the U.S. Department of Labor's Director of the Office of Public Engagement, talking about the challenges of the U.S. workforce, following his keynote address at the 2019 Mid-Year Leadership Conference in San Antonio, Texas. And welcome to another episode of WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Find us at wqa.org and on social media. This is episode number 137. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're here. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and most popular podcast apps. In this episode, we talk with Director Heil about his presentation, his keynote address, the Dignity of Work, WQA's involvement in the Pledge to America's Workers, and how WQA is poised to help train the workforce of the future. Plus, I'll have our WQA tip. Now, my conversation with Dean Heil with the U.S. Department of Labor on WQA Radio. Well, Director Heil, thank you very much for joining us for our podcast, WQA Radio, which we do. And I was mentioning it to you before you spoke at the WQA Mid-Year Leadership Conference and talking about how we try to touch on issues that affect our membership. And wow, your presentation uh, got a lot of interest from our group. And I wanted to touch on a few of the things you talked about at the breakfast keynote today as we talk here uh, at the conference. And uh, among them is the pledge to America's workers that the WQA has actually gotten involved in. Tell us what that means. Well, thank you, Wes. WQA has signed up from 50,000 individual employees over the next five years to um, have upskilled their 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 work and also their continuing education and so the pledge to america's workers is really this to strengthen and to emphasize how workers continually need to upskill their their abilities and to continue to learn and really appreciate wqa and also some of its individual members um signing that pledge we're up to just north of um 13 million um workers in the u.s from different companies Seems like WQA is on the right track with its modular education program and our training program because we're trying to train tomorrow's workforce. And and these are individuals in many cases which are not taking perhaps the traditional route of going to college. And I know you touched on that as well. Well, it ties in perfectly with our apprenticeship programs that we have. We have the new... Um, industry-recognized apprenticeship programs and really hits to the dignity of work where college may not be for everybody, but the technological skills, the marketable skills that the, uh, tomorrow's workers need. And as you talk about the future of work, so many of the jobs that we're looking at are going to require a higher degree of technical proficiency. So I think WQA is doing a great job um, with um, preparing the future of their workers and um, in, in the future. 
with the unemployment rate so low, I mean, that's great news. It's, you know, what did you say, I think 18 months? 18 months that we've been low, been below 4%. We're currently at 3.7%. That's as low as it's been since um, the man first walked on the moon. Well, the flip side of that is that there aren't enough skilled workers for the jobs available. That's correct. We have about 1.4 million jobs that aren't currently being filled because they lack the workers. And I know you probably heard that resonating well with the audience. We heard it here. We hear it everywhere. We hear it in construction. We hear it in retail. You name it, manufacturing. We just don't have enough people, the skilled workers. And that's why the Department of Labor is doing everything it can, working with groups such as WQA, is to increase the skills of the future of the current employees and also the future employees. What do you think it's going to take long term? Do you have some ideas in mind? Is it more funding sources, more retraining of workers who perhaps are 40, 45, 50, who might find themselves on a new career path all of a sudden, things like that? I I think it's a multiple. I don't know if there's this one silver bullet, but you did hit on some of the issues. I also think it's a change in mindset of that there is a dignity of work in every job, whether it be a college job, one that requires a college education, or whether it requires one in the blue-collar areas and one are in the service industries. I think we need to realize that every job has its own dignity to it. And uh, can you talk about, you mentioned the uh, the training that's going to be necessary, but do you have a, a crystal ball that you could uh, unveil for us and, and scan ahead maybe 10 years? What's the workforce going to look like? I, I think it's a workforce that's going to be much more nimble. Um, I, I think people will be moving from job to job um, trying to find their way through, and I think it will also require a higher degree of technical proficiencies. Um, we're seeing more and more robotics. We're seeing more and more more automation. I don't necessarily see automation replacing workers, but I also see it of complementing the workforce, and I think individuals will have to be more attuned to computers and also to electronics and also to other technologies. I, I, would, have, I would think that that's going to have to start early, in uh, maybe even in the elementary years? I, I think even earlier, possibly. Um, I don't think you can get too early. I, I see the kids, you know, two, three-year-olds playing with iPods, and I think we're iPads, excuse me, and um, you can see how I'm dating myself. Um, but but I, I do think technology is going to play an even greater role in the workforce. What's the key message that our members can take away today? I think the biggest key that your members could take is, look, we have a job gap. You have a great industry. You have great people who want in it. Now you just have to be able to get them skilled up so that they can participate in that workforce. And, you know, I'm talking to the folks here and just amazed at, you know, the level of Um, skills that are needed to be in the water quality industries. And I think what we need to do is, you know, focus on um, training the future employees. Well, judging from the questions and the response, it was a a very well-received keynote today, uh, Director, and we thank you for joining us. It's great to be here, Wes. Thank you very much. And now our WQA tip. The WQA professional recertification deadline is coming up. September 30th is the date. The number of continuing professional development credits required depends on the certification title or titles held by the certificate. To avoid any late fees or decertification, you wouldn't want that, 
All credits have to be turned in, recertification invoice paid, by September 30th, 2019. All right, so that's coming up. September 30th, the deadline for recertification. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.